Peace be with you in Jesus' name. Our God is creative. God is consistently creative. His goodness and love is a powerful recipe for surprise. God sees us differently than we do. As Jesus teaches, love your enemies. He is confident that love is creative. His love has even created a way for our life to be eternal. And so we celebrate our creative God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your sin, who heals all your diseases, the Lord is merciful and gracious. Slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, he does not deal with us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his steadfast love toward those who fear him. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. God's Word tells us the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is God's faithfulness. So let us go to him, confident that he will grant us forgiveness for Jesus' sake. Heavenly Father, Lord God, we need your forgiveness. We are broken and flawed in so many ways. We need your creative love and kindness. Be merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love for the sake of him who lived and died for us, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Paul says, Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, whom you have from God? You are not your own. You were bought with a price. Almighty God in his mercy has given his son to die for you and for his sake forgives you all of your sins. As a servant of Christ and by his authority, I forgive you all of your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Praise the Lord, all nations. Extol him, all peoples. For great is his steadfast love towards us, and the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Let us pray. O oh, great and loving God, we come into your presence today to worship you in all your perfection. We ask your blessing upon us that we would be amazed by you, by your strength, by your mercy, 
by your compassion and justice and foresight, show us your glory in all of its perfection. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. In this season of Epiphany, we turn to God's sacred and inspired word. In the book of Genesis, chapter 45, beginning at verse 3, we learn about the creative things God can do in our relationships. Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still living? But his brothers were not able to answer him because they were terrified at his presence. Then Joseph said to his brothers, come close to me. And when they had done so, he said, I am your brother Joseph, the one you sold into Egypt. And now do not be distressed. Do not be angry with yourselves for selling me here because it was to save lives that God sent me ahead of you. For two years now, there has been famine in the land, and for the next five years, there will be no plowing and reaping. But God sent me ahead of you to preserve for you a remnant on earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. So then, it was not you who sent me here, but God. He made me father to Pharaoh. And now, hurry back. Go to my father and say to him, This is what your son Joseph says. God has made me lord of all Egypt. Come down to me. Don't delay. You shall live in the region of Goshen and be near to me. You, your children and grandchildren, your flocks and herds, and all you have, I will provide for you here. Five years of famine are still to come. Otherwise, you and your household and all who belong to you will become hungry and destitute. You can see for yourselves, and so can my brother Benjamin, that it is really I who am speaking to you. Tell my father about all the honor accorded to me here in Egypt and about everything you've seen. Bring my father down here quickly. Then he threw his arms around his brother Benjamin and wept. And Benjamin embraced him weeping, and he kissed his brothers and wept over them, and they talked together. This is the wisdom of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our epistle lesson is from Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 15, beginning at verse 21. For since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead comes also through a man. For as in Adam all die, so in Christ all will be made alive. But each in turn, Christ the firstfruits. Then when he comes, those who belong to him. Then the end will come when he hands over the kingdom to God the Father after he has destroyed all dominion, authority, and power. 
for he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. And the last enemy to be destroyed is death. This is the word of the Lord, and thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel is according to St. Luke, the sixth chapter, beginning at verse 27. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, But to you who are listening, I say, Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. If someone slaps you on one cheek, turn to them the other also. If someone takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt from them. Give to everyone who asks you. And if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. And if you lend to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners expecting to be repaid in full. But love your enemies, do good to them, and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High, because he is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. Do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, It will be measured to you. This is the gospel of the Lord. And praise to you, O Christ. Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our God is infinite and eternal in his creativity. 
He can surprise us and turn things in unexpected ways we would never have imagined. Mixing his goodness and love together, our creative God can surprise us and amaze us. In his teaching, Jesus wants to bring us into this world of possibilities that God can create. And Jesus' words are surprising. No matter how many times you have heard them, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. Those listening to Jesus on the hillside above the lake must have looked at each other and said, what did he just say? With every word of his surprising teaching, Jesus is supremely confident that God's goodness and love is a very real force in our world here and now. So, when you were a young child, did your father or mother teach you something that at first seemed amazing. Maybe it was something simple, like how to tie your shoes. And at first it would seem difficult and take real focus and thought. And then one day, suddenly, it was easy and automatic. <laughs> well, now, just like mom or dad, Wow, you could step forward with two tied and secure shoes into a brave new world of possibilities. I think in a way this is kind of what Jesus has in mind, suggesting to us, be merciful just as your father is merciful. Like a child, Indeed, first we must watch our Heavenly Father. And, well, you and I have many brothers and sisters who have learned how powerful and creative God's mercy can be. After Paul's life was turned around in a whole new direction, he writes to his young friend Timothy and tells him, here is a trustworthy thing. This deserves full acceptance, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. But for that reason, I was shown mercy, so that Christ Jesus might display his unlimited patience. Like Paul, we learn of mercy by God's lavish compassion to us. And so, too, another brother, the Apostle James. James had a kind of fast tongue and a quick temper that would really get him in trouble at times. But he learned, he learned, he said, the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, 
considerate, submissive, full of mercy, impartial and sincere, peacemakers who sow in peace raise a harvest of righteousness. James had seen mercy from our Heavenly Father, and he could now strive to be a peacemaker. And, well, then there's our brother in faith, Peter. Maybe no one spent more time with Jesus than this fisherman, Peter. At first, Peter was a stubborn and determined man. But he learned. He learned from Jesus what a creative force God's mercy is. Later, he wrote, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. Peter had seen God's creative power up close. He had seen the creative power of God's love in the life of Jesus. Being creative... Our God sees possibilities where no one else can. Jesus could look at everything with hope. He could always see what could be. In a lame man or a beggar, in a poor widow, or a man trapped in his own sin, Jesus could see hope and a way to be creative. Well, every time you and I pray, we enter into this realm of God. In prayer, we are asking, God, what can you create? And the beautiful thing about our trust is we don't have to see it. We only need to believe and hope that our God can see how to be creative. This, this is how we join King David in his prayers, like Psalm 143. O oh Lord, hear my prayer. Listen to my cry for mercy. In your faithfulness and righteousness, come to my relief. Let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love, for I have put my trust in you. So close your eyes and pray. And things already look different. Now instead of fear, you have courage. Now instead of your weakness, you have God's strength. Now you have hope in our creative God. King David knew what it meant to pray. David would pray, 
Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love. And even when things were hardest for him, David would pray, Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. David called in prayer to our creative God. And indeed, God can surprise us. Where will he begin to be creative? I guess with each of us, there are so many places where he could start. What will God want to do with you today? Jesus is setting God's creative spirit in motion when he tells us, do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. Well, when that sinks in, maybe all our creative God needs is the spark of our curiosity. One day a man came to Jesus, and he had questions. Teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Who is my neighbor? Who should I help? And since this man thought of himself as something of an expert in the scriptures, Jesus asked him, well, how do you read it? And the man answered, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. And now Jesus knew. He could tell this man a little story, and this would be creative. He told him, about a man who was traveling from Jerusalem to Jericho on a donkey one day, and he was attacked by robbers, leaving him half dead, taking everything from him. A priest went by and just averted his eyes. He passed by on the other side. A man who thought of himself as holy passed by and tried to think about all the pressing and important things he had to do when he got home. And then an ordinary guy from Samaria comes by and he's filled with pity and mercy. He cared for the man. He put him on his donkey. He took him to an inn. He paid the innkeeper to continue his care. And Jesus looks up at this man with all of his questions and he says, go and do likewise. Well, our creative God, who else but Jesus could create something in us with just a simple little story that we've been telling for 2,000 years? Jesus is the son of the living God. Who else but him could tell us with a story that we can be like this ordinary good Samaritan? 
Jesus alone can make us believe that indeed we can do this because he is our creative God. He's pretty creative. Sometimes in the little things that Jesus says, I find the most creativity and the most inspiration. So Jesus wants us to trust in God's provision. He wants us to find strength in his love and goodness. He wants to inspire us to live with generosity. And so he tells us about how we will be rewarded. And he packs a whole little story into just one sentence. He says, Given it will be given to you, a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. It's a whole story. Here I imagine Jesus sees someone who maybe did a little favor for one of their neighbors. It was no big deal. Time passes. And one day the man is out walking past his neighbor's house. And suddenly that neighbor runs out of their house with a whole bunch of wonderful vegetables and fruits that they've been growing. And he says, oh, I am so grateful for what you did for me. That meant so much to me. I want you to have these fruits and vegetables. And he keeps pouring them into the man's arms, shaking them together, pressing them down, until soon the man's arms are so full of good things, he has to pull his shirt up and sort of hold it in front of him and his neighbor just keeps loading him up with more and more good things. It's a whole story. Jesus is saying, Hear how your heavenly Father will reward you for a life of generosity. It's just a little story. Jesus creates it with one sentence, but it's his promise. He is our creative God. There is no end to his creative ability. He will take his own death on the cross and create with it a holy sacrifice that can purify us and set us free. Jesus could make a stone tomb outside Jerusalem into the place where he triumphantly opened the way to our eternal life. He is our creative God. Today and forever, he has promised his infinite and eternal creativity to us. Let me pray for you that you would be so blessed. 
Good Father, we thank you and praise you and worship you for all of your creative power and love. Thank you for Jesus' living spirit to inspire us in confidence and faith. May we be so blessed today and forever in Jesus' name. Amen. I invite you to share with me the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead, he ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We worship God with our offering. I invite you to send your offering to our church by mail. As you live out your trust in God, may he give you a bigger faith, a bolder heart, and a greater peace. Amen. pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Good and faithful Father, we come before you today to worship you as the almighty and creative one. We ask your blessing, and there are so many things we need. In your creative wisdom, give us those things that you want for us alone. Give us peace in trusting the perfection of your will for us. Hear us as we call out to you on behalf of those in need of your touch. Visit, relieve, and restore them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, be with those who live in loneliness and isolation those who have been forsaken by friends or family, community, or nation. Surround them with caring people and loving friends in your creative and great compassion. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord Jesus, protect and defend the poor and those in need. 
Because they are denied human dignity and freedom or oppressed for their faith, grant them your living spirit to be their light and salvation. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Holy Spirit, increase and carry your goodness and compassion to the furthest corners of the earth. We ask your blessing for the healing of the nations. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Good Father, we ask your blessing for those we name before you in our hearts. To your hands, gracious God, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Loving God, we thank you that Jesus has taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We give you thanks, Heavenly Father, that you are perfect in your creative power and wisdom. We thank you that you have shown us your creative love and grace, your perfect justice and your perfect goodness. Bless us with the eyes of faith, that we may see you high and lifted up above all else. May we be so blessed that you would now go with us from this holy time and be with us always and forever. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Podcast features Reverend James Disney with music by Sue Bloom.
produced and edited by Amy Munson. If you enjoyed listening, we encourage you to visit our website at www.blcmtka.org to learn more about our church and to support this podcast. Blessings upon your week.